0: Today is a very special day. Today, we will be talking about something very dear to my heart, the NFL. Now, the NFL has been around a long time and has had a lot of great athletes. I mean, don't get me wrong, there was Walter Payton, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, Eli Manning. Wait, not Eli, my bad. His brother, the Peyton Manning. I almost said Eli Manning was a great player. Well, anyways, today we will be focusing on a, a not just a player, but a franchise that over this past off season uh, they have completely flipped their franchise upside down by changing their quarterback. Um, last year they changed their coach. Uh, there, it's just a whole brand new squad. I feel like and. I kind of want to talk to you about that, Um, but one of the main reasons I want to talk about it is because a certain athlete that has created dynasty for a franchise over the past 20 years has moved to Tampa Bay. His name is one that you know, that your cousins probably know, that the old lady down the block who uh, puts the pies out on the window seal, you know, she knows this name. Uh, His name is a household name, and that is Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. To ever touch a football, in the NFL, he's the greatest quarterback. And today, uh, we'll be talking about his move down south, where all old New Englanders go, and what that means for Tampa Bay Buccaneers' future. So what I'm going to do in this podcast is uh, talk about offense, their offense, their defense, and then finish it up with their prediction. And yeah, that's where I'm gonna start. So let's look at this team in a whole. Okay, they brought in Tom Brady, they brought in Bruce Arian, they brought in Rob Gronkowski, they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, they they have a pretty stacked offense. Just those names right there. And let me let me name off the four: Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. That's a set offense, but they have a missing piece, and that's a running back. So the running back is going to be a big talk of my offensive predictions and what I think and my opinion about them is I think that they really need to get a new running back. I see this team as a one-year, two-year team, um, kind of like the 2015 Falcons, I think it was, the 28-3 blown lead. Sorry if I got the year wrong, I definitely get didn't get the point differential wrong, <laughs> but I view it kind of like the Falcons that year that they went to the Super Bowl and blew a lead. Um, they have the same characteristic, the same age groups, really. So here's what I predict, so that you can make it a longer team. Okay, one trade Cameron Bright for a running back. Okay, there's no need for two great. Tight ends Now, Rob Gronkowski's been out of the league for a while, okay? And I don't think he's like a Marshawn Lynch where he gets tired if he runs up the stairs. I think that Rob Gronkowski has stayed in shape. He's been ready to go back to football. We all knew whenever he announced his retirement that he was going to come back to football eventually. And good old Tom Brady uh, just made it happen down in Tampa Bay. So it begs the question, though, is um, did Rob Gronkowski leave the Patriots because of Robert Kraft or Bill Belichick? Like, there's that rumor of the feud between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Do you think it's all all sweet and sunshine there? Or? I don't know that one, but that's up for you to decide. But <sighs> Cameron Brate was a tight end uh, for the Tampa Bay, who's an exceptional young tight end. Okay, and I think that if you really want to make it and in this league and make it to a Super Bowl, is you trade for a running back. Okay, they drafted two running backs in this draft: Kishon Vaughn and Raymond Callis. Kishon Vaughn was um, was not a very good pick. He was picking the third round. I rated a D, um, but it was compensated with steals in the fifth and sixth by Tampa Bay. Like they made up for it because they got some steals. But if they didn't make up for it, I definitely feel like Kishan Vaughn may be the biggest like bust out of the third round. So then Raymond Callis, that's a B plus. I feel like I feel like he's gonna be con- he's gonna be fighting for the starter spot. He's gonna be the speedy running back that they need. Uh unlike Kishon Vaughn, who's the third down running back, he'll most likely be third string, end up on a practice squad somewhere somewhere else in three years, but Raymond Chaos, I see good things with that. I rated that a B plus. So those are your two running backs that you're really working with. You're also working with another running back with it starts with an O. Um I can't pronounce it to save my life, just like many other words, but yeah, so it's David, I think. Abby Abba be Ab- I'm not even going to try it, you know? That's just too hard. And I'm pretty sure anybody who's listening right now, you can just type in Buccaneers running back and then tell me what you think. It's Dare Agunbala. Yeah, I butchered that. Anywho, I think that they could trade for a running back. Now, which running back would I be talking about? Well, let's go to a team that you know, in the past has been ridiculed for being so bad, just so bad. But recently they made a really good turnaround, I think. Uh, But that's the Cleveland Browns. They have three running backs that I think could be, or they did. I think that they have running backs in depth that could go and start at other teams. And I think that Kareem Hunt, They need to make a decision about Kareem Hunt because they have Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. And I think to fill, um, I think that they should trade Cameron Brait for Kareem Hunt. Okay, That would be an absolute steal. I know that the Browns already have David at the tight end spot. And he's really young. He's really good too. But I really think if you're coming out in ace formation or anything like that, um, it's going to be really good to have two really big tight ends like that and really young, and they can develop and stuff. And personally, I think that Kareem Hunt is kind of a waste of money for the for the Browns. I mean, he only played a couple, mm, a few games last year. Uh, Nick Chubb is obviously the starter there. He's the better running back. They don't really need to keep paying for two starters at running back position. Um I think the whole situation with the all the legal affairs Cream Hunt had was bad, but he's you know, he served his time, so let's get over that. All right. Um but yeah, I think that if Tampa Bay can really haul in and get Cream Hunt like I'm suggesting, they're, they're going to be really good on offense. They're going to compete with Kansas City's offense. Now, they're not going to have a Patrick Mahomes or Tyreek Hill combination, but they're going to have a Tom Brady and Mike Evans combination. Like Out of all the best quarterback and wide receiver duos, they haven't even played a game together and they're my top five. Okay, That's crazy to me. Um, we've seen what Tom Brady can do with players like Mike Evans, what he did with Antonio Brown for I think it was one game. Uh, you you've seen what Tom Brady can do with a strong good wideout, and especially with the Bruce Arian offense, which is built for passing. Um, it's it's one of the best passing offenses there is in the league. I feel like the only problem with it is why Winston couldn't uh, like do well under it, and why he threw interceptions more than he threw passes. Um, I was because, then again, it is a complicated offense. It's not something that you put onto a guy like Winston. You put it onto a guy like Brady, who has a more unique and higher ball IQ than what Winston had. Now, Winston, I view him like his ball IQ just like Cam Newton, like at Auburn where they had to make one read plays for him. Or not uh, Yeah, Auburn. Anywho, um... But yeah, I definitely think that Winston any other under any other coach he wouldn't have thrown as many interceptions, but you look at the passing yards either. It was insane. So just imagine if he would have made the right read 75% of the time, he would have been like his team would have been really good. So, but he didn't. So Tom Brady's going to fill that role and just dominate on offense really. Um but, yeah, that's it for offense. So now we're going to move on to defense. All right, so on the other side of the ball, you got Levante David, Sue, Jason pierre Paul, and Vita Vea. Now, these are your four key players on defense. And three of those people are over 30 not, that presents a problem to me. Vita Veya is 25 years old, uh, drafted in 2018, uh, right before the Miami Dolphins pick. I was really sad because I wanted Vita Vea, but that was honestly the best, I feel like the best, defensive player, considering age, considering all that on the Tampa Bay's Bucs uh, roster. But other than that, you have Levante David, Sue, and Jason Pierre. Paul okay now I don't think these may be your best players but they're definitely not in their best seasons okay Levante David is at the age of 30 and his best seasons were like 2013 through 2015 okay those were unstoppable years for him he did really well Um, but other than that he really hasn't produced in five years he, he hasn't done much. He's been a consistent starter. But other than that, he just hasn't done much on the linebacker field. It's time for change. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be that Super Bowl caliber linebacker that they need to stop the run uh, that almost every NFC team uh, has. So if they make it to the Super Bowl, we're talking Super Bowl hopes here. Uh, Levante David's just got to step up his game this season. If I'm being completely honest, he's kind of washed up. Now Sue best years were obviously on the Lions. Uh, then he went to the Miami Dolphins, uh, my favorite team Miami. Um, he produced at the Lions and he in 2010 and then it took him another six years to, uh, to produce again and he got uh, in 2016. So, in 2016, he had a better season. Like, that was by far his better season, considering he only played 14 games. Uh, In 2010, he posted kind of the similar numbers, but those two seasons are the highest, uh, stat-wise, that you can look at in his whole career. And it's definitely 2016 that takes the cake, just because he didn't have those two extra games. Um, So, yeah, so you're... Sue, he's just inconsistent. He's he's washed too. He's not going to be that star D lineman you need in the Super Bowl. Jason Pierre-Paul, great veteran, great veteran for these young defensive backs. Okay, you got Jamal Dean. I think is an excellent corner. Okay, he's super young. He runs a four three at 206. Um, he has 16 tackles and two interceptions. In just one year, I think that Jamal Dean is an absolute stud on defense, or it could be a stud. I think he's going to be bold prediction. You know, crazy prediction time. Um, I think he may be one of the top corners in the league. Give it seven, uh, Give it five, four years. I bet Jamal Dean is the one, one of the greatest at that time in the league uh but other than that all the other defensive backs are super young and they all need work okay your oldest is ryan smith and he's 26 years old um so there's really nothing or besides jason pierre paul this is talking about cornerbacks mainly uh but ryan smith is your oldest cornerback and he's 26 years old uh he's kind of he's he's okay He's maybe a corner three, maybe a corner two. He's definitely not a corner one. Um, Jamal Dean, I think, should take their number one spot. Should cover up any matches matchups they have this year, like against Michael Thomas. That's great veteran exposure. Um, uh, I mean, that's great like exposure for him going up against a dominant player in the league. And if Jamal Dean can produce in that game and hold Michael Thomas to on September 13th, and later in the season when they play again, I feel like Jamal Dean can show himself then week one early, earn that starting spot, and be honestly the corner of the future for the Tampa Bay Bucks. But they just have too many young guys, okay? And like, it's good to have young guys as long as they're good, okay? Like, drafting a whole bunch of young players and corners each draft, and then exp- and then only one of them be good is kind of a waste of picks. If I'm being completely honest, like Tampa Bay definitely does not have the secondary to hold a uh, high passing team like the chiefs. I'm, I'm being a hundred percent honest. Um, uh, I definitely think that, um, <laughs> just because they're so young and they're not that good. Um, but Jamal Dean, high high praises for him. Uh, again, Ryan Smith, when he's your number one, and he's only five eleven, and three three years ago was his best years. You're not looking at anything. But now I left out one player out of my key players that I started this off with was Vita Vea. Okay, 2019 was his best year. He's only been in the year in the season two years so. From what I can see, he's just on the upward incline, having veteran exposure to him like Sue. He's learning from um, a good D-lineman. He's only 25. He's honestly going to be, with Jamal Dean, Vita Vea. Those are the two Tampa Bay defensive players that are going to make a name for themselves if Tampa Bay does anything besides these two years or one year. Because let's be honest with ourselves. This team is definitely a one or two-year team. Uh, I mean, Tom Brady's going to retire soon. I know it's going to be a sad day. Rob is not is going to retire finally with Tom. I bet they do it at the same time. Uh, yeah, but other than that, I think that Nuts with defense is their secondary is not one that's going to hold up in playoffs. Uh, they're Their star players are all too old, except for one of them, uh, Vito Vea, still needs room to grow. Uh, Other than that, your defense has two problems. Your star players are way too old, and your young players are way too young to do anything. Like, There's no middle ground, and you really need that middle ground if you're making a one-year team or a one-year run. Uh, You need that middle ground, uh, to somebody to fill that role, to actually stop a high-caliber team if you're talking playoffs. Now, since we're on the subject of playoffs, let's get into where I think Tampa Bay is going to go. Okay, I'm going to list off what I think that happens. Okay, only their losses, their only three losses are going to be Saints, Raiders, and then Saints again. I think Saints week one because Saints are coming off that bs call of a t- touchdown that the vikings got saints have gotten ripped two years in a row they're looking to make a statement in the league earlier that they're still in it their whole team is basically there still they still got Marshawn Lattimore. they still got michael thomas they still got alvin kamara they still got drew Brees. they still got jared cook i think um yes yeah, the saints look solid as they do every year to go um all the way to playoffs, and then just lose. Uh, It's kind of of the New Orleans curse, as I like to call it. And um, I don't know why I really chose this one, but with Marcus Mariota in the backfield, and you have Williams as a wideout, you got Josh Jacobs, a heavy run game that I don't think that the Tampa Bay D-line will be able to stop with Josh Jacobs. A lot of... A lot of play-action pass in this game, I feel like, is going to come, especially with uh, John Gruden back there, uh, head coach. I think the Raiders are going to come away with the win against the Bucks in Week 7. I just don't see I, – I just have a feeling about it, you know. You, it's just one of those gut feelings that you have to go with. And then I think that Saints Week 9, uh, they're – they're at Tampa Bay. That's the only one I'm questionable about where I don't know if they're going to win or lose. I kind of just put it because it's either they win against the Saints in Week 9 and lose to the Chiefs. Or they lose to the Saints and win against the Chiefs. It's I don't feel like it's either or. Um, but yeah, so your potential record, what I'm seeing, is 13-3. and three. At best... Uh, 14, no, I can't, no. 14-2 is a ridiculous team. And Tampa Bay just needs their defense fixed. And they can't handle a team um, in the secondary. And it looks like to me in the league, it's all pass-oriented now. Um, everybody's high on the air raid. Thanks, Mike Leach. I appreciate you for that one. Um, But, yeah, I see y'all going... Uh, 13-3, now that's really high. Like I was looking at all the games and stuff, that's really high that I say that. And it's just out of my utter respect for Tom Brady and the ability he has to just get better with age, which is crazy to me. Um, I definitely think, though, that Tampa Bay will definitely be better than the Patriots next year. Uh, That's most definitely... That's most definitely gonna happen. Like, if it doesn't, I'll give I'll give something away to somebody. But yeah, to any of you consistent listeners out there, um, you may have a chance to win, win a little handout or like, giveaway pretty soon. Uh, just stay tuned for that. And then, so I have y'all going third. Oh, man, thirteen and three. Now that I'm looking at this though, the Saints are still in your division. I think that y'all fall behind the Saints and then get like a, like maybe a 11 win. And what is that, 11 and 5? I think y'all may go 11 and 5 or 13 or 3. That's my predictions for Tampa Bay. Um, I hope you guys are Tampa Bay fans out there. I hope some of you guys had some more insight than me. Those were just what uh, a Miami Dolphins fan was looking at it and saying what he thinks. But then again, I am a Miami Dolphins fan, so what do I know? Besides being a certified genius, and that's what you have just become. Because guess what? We have finished it. We have finished this podcast, and now we can move on with our days. Um... But yeah, uh, more more of this sports stuff to come. It was really kind of fun to just kind of sit down and voice my opinion about Tampa Bay. I may do this with other teams. Um, just stay stay tuned. Uh, the certified genius is working hard to get y'all these out. I'm sorry this one took so late, but you know what can you do? You just you just listen to it all. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, stay a genius and stay active so that's gonna be it for the certified genius Uh, remember you guys have just become 10 times smarter by clicking on this video and make sure to share with other people you know Uh, I'm I'm trying to get the word out trying to get people to understand that y'all could all be geniuses we could all be geniuses in this world so just remember to Share with others uh, and stay tuned.